Yeah, heading into our last week of spring ball. Uh, it's been a good, uh, productive uh, spring session so far. We've got uh, fairly physical padded practice today. Uh, no padded practice on Thursday, and then we culminate with the uh, spring game on Saturday. Looking forward to getting back in the stadium with uh, at least some fans. I think we're capped at 6,500 or 7,000 right there, right uh, in that neighborhood. So uh, it'll be uh, good to get in front of fans again. Like I said, I haven't been in front of fans since, uh, what, the season of 19. So uh, it's been, uh, like I said, a lot, a lot of good things have transpired this spring a lot of players uh have gotten uh much better which is the objective i mean you hope you would hope that would happen and, and it did uh we have identified some some uh, strengths of the team and things that uh, need to continue to be uh addressed so that's where we're at and uh, we're going to make the most of these last three and uh the spring game hopefully everyone gets a, a good flavor of uh what we're all about when you when you're able to watch the spring game on saturday questions first question will come from trevor allen kslsports.com followed by josh newman salt lake tribune good morning kyle how are you good thank you good morning um have, have you already gone through guys that that you're gonna hold out during the the spring game yes uh preliminarily we still haven't finalized that and uh you know, we'll see what happens in practice today and Thursday. Thing, you know, somebody tweaks an ankle or something that could change uh, what our thought process is. But, but uh, yeah, we've already got a start on that, and uh, you know, we don't have anything to announce today because, uh, like I said, it's not finalized, and and that will be finalized uh, by Thursday, and and we'll proceed from there. And then to follow up on that, have uh, you, you've already said Bernard's the the number one running back? Has Chris Curry or T.J. Pledger? made any progress towards getting that that number one spot or maybe even made a, a push for that number two spot they, they have definitely closed the gap uh Mackay has continued to to perform exceptionally well this spring though and so he's he's uh, still the number one tailback but both chris and tj have, have shown a lot of uh progress and really uh what they needed to do is feel comfortable with their assignments and, and uh their uh, role in the offense and and they're starting to do that now and and really settle in, and they're going to be contributors as well. So uh, we'll see what happens uh, through fall camp, uh, whether or not we're going to have uh, one tailback at the majority of the reps or, or by committee. We'll see what happens. And that, that uh, you know, it's a good problem to have right now. we got uh, those three guys that we think are all very capable. Next up, Josh Newman, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey, Kyle, good morning. Good morning, Josh. Uh, kind of a bigger picture question. Uh, it sounds like the dead period is finally going to end on June 1st. Uh, assuming that does happen, do you have any inclination of what the calendar or what the rules might look like as you jump back in on June 1st? What we're anticipating is, uh, just as you mentioned, June 1st, things opening back up. We don't anticipate that being a contact period, more of a uh, evaluation period where, or not evaluation, but a period, a quiet period where we can have uh, athletes visit our campus, uh, either officially or unofficially, but we don't anticipate being able to go out and visit other campuses and, and do any off-campus recruiting. Um, we, I think the, the meetings, well, I know the meetings are tomorrow and Thursday, uh, and that's supposed to be addressed. You don't always get all the answers you want uh, in these meetings. Sometimes they delay those answers, but uh, we're anticipating to know a lot more after the meetings uh, culminate on Thursday. And uh, my, the, the best guess is, like I said, 
on June 1, we'll go to that period where we can have players back on campus for visits. And uh, there'll probably be another dead period uh, kick in in July sometime. And then hopefully, you know, the, the evaluation period will begin uh, in September again where we can go out and uh, watch high school games and that type of thing. But but uh, to be determined, but uh, that's my best guess as, as to how it's going to uh, unfold. Just to follow that up, obviously things have been um, unorthodox for a year. Kids haven't been on campus. You guys have been doing Zoom calls and, and things of that nature. Is there any element of what you've done for the last year that you would be happy to maybe carry into normal times? Absolutely. And that uh, would start with being able to talk to uh, juniors on the telephone. Uh, whereas before, you only had a one call uh, limitation during the spring ball or the spring recruiting window. Uh, we've been able to have several Zoom calls and contacts with uh, with the uh, class of 22 players. And uh, that's something that I hope the NC2A lets us hang on to because I think it's been a good thing. And particularly with the uh, with the early signing date, it lets you get to know these players better and develop a relationship with them. And so hopefully that uh, is here to stay. But, but uh, of course, you know, it's up to them. And we'll find out uh, next few days, hopefully. Next, we'll go to Bill Riley, ESPN 700, followed by Josh Furlong, KSL.com. Morning, Kyle. Morning. So um, we know who your top three wide receivers are, at least from a production standpoint throughout their career. Over this month that you've had practice, has a number four or number five or a hierarchy behind Enos, Covey, and, and Dixon evolved? Yeah, uh, Devon Vele would be uh, in the number four slot right now. Uh, Money Parks has done some good things, battling for that number five spot. Uh, we've had some other uh, receivers. Kane Savage, uh, who we moved from corner, has, has showed some promise. But uh, right now, there's, uh, you know, those four are, are clearly at the top, uh, the three you mentioned, plus Devon Bailey. And uh, like I've said uh, for a while now, we plan on adding uh, at least one more receiver via the portal. And uh, that will happen uh, – you know, in the next uh, couple months, ideally. And so the, that player can be on campus here for the, for the June workouts. And so uh, it's a work in progress, that position group. But uh, they've done a nice job this spring, and they've developed. But uh, we still think that we need to uh, add, uh, like I said, a receiver or two to that group uh, when all is said and done. Next up, Josh Furlong, KSL.com. Yeah, Kyle, you kind of touched on this, talking about the receivers, obviously, in the offseason. But after this week, what is the primary objective for your team? Like, what are, you, what are you hoping them to kind of accomplish in the summer? Slash, what are you hoping to accomplish as a coaching staff? Okay, well, first of all, they have a lot of downtime. The NCAA mandates uh, what they call discretionary weeks, where you have to uh, have no football activities, no organized football activities for them. And so we expect once we're done with spring ball, uh, we'll have exit interviews next week. And then they're really on their own, so to speak, until uh, June 1 when this uh, summer player development starts, uh, Tuesday, June 1. So what we expect between when spring ball is finished in that period is for them to work out on their own and stay in shape and not, not uh, you know, get uh, out of shape. So we got to get them back in shape when they get back. We need to be able to hit the ground running on June 1st with, with a team that's uh, taking care of themselves and ready to, ready to uh, train and, and get after it. And that period is a nine-week period, uh, the summer development. You have uh, nine weeks to work out eight weeks. You have to give them one week off in that, in that time frame uh, for NC2A rules. And then we'll roll right into fall camp. 
and uh, then we, you know, that's the, the uh, prelude into the season. So that's that maps out the next what uh, three or four months and, and until fall camp starts in August. Following up on that real quick, but how you know in your 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 coaching um, tenure, you know how how often do guys go into this summer break and you see a noticeable difference when you come into fall? Is that is it pretty common or is that something that it really takes a different type of player or or, or is there much of a difference when you enter into fall? It's very very common to see some big see big changes physically, uh, particularly in the younger players that that haven't uh, developed like some of your older guys. It's not necessarily uh, you know a fourth year guy that's becoming a fifth year guy. Uh, doesn't have as much room to develop as as some of those you know, young freshmen that are in your program. And so we expect to see a lot of progress, particularly from the younger guys, and adding weight and strength and and uh, getting faster. And and uh, that's part of the process. I mean, you got to continually uh, trying to get better and and uh, trying to uh, get your body ready for a for a uh, Division One football season. We'll go back to Trevor Allen. Where's your depth at, at cornerback now that uh, you have uh, Kane Savage over at, at corner or over at, at wideout? Where where do you how how do you feel about the depth at corner? We feel good about it. We've got uh, Clark Phillips and JT Broughton who are uh, starters on the outside right now. Malone Mata LA is the nickel scheduled to be the nickel. You know, unless somebody uh, beats those guys out, that's how we're going to the fall. Uh, Fabian Marks is doing a nice job on the outside. He'd probably be the first guy in at this point in time. Uh, we've also got Macari A. Pleasant Johnson, who has really had a good spring and starting to come of age. Uh, Kenzel Lawler on the outside as well. Um, Aaron Lowe backs up Malone Mattaelli at the nickel spot. And then Zamaya Vaughn, who we moved from safety to corner, has uh, transitioned very well to that position. And uh, so, so we feel like we're going to be in, in pretty good shape and uh, we'll add another player or two this summer. And uh, that, that group will be, uh, I think we have scheduled to have 10 scholarship uh, corners in the program by fall. Uh, 